All right, we are now on the record. Uh, good morning, I'm Susan Drummond, City of uh, Kirkland, Hearing Examiner Pro Tem. It is Tuesday morning, 9.30, well, just, just after 9.30, 9.34 a.m., uh, June 6, 2023. We have just one item on today's uh, agenda as a public hearing on North Shore Utility District's request uh, for its replacement grinder pump for um, a shoreline variance is needed to address stream and wetland buffers. Uh, this is a Zoom proceeding. Um, if we have any technical difficulties, we'll halt the proceeding and fix those. If you can't hear anything, please just let me know um, either by raising your hands, <laughs> I can't hear you, or if I can hear you uh, by, by speaking. Um, don't use the chat feature to submit any evidence, but um, if you can, actually, I don't see a chat feature on here, so you may not be able to use it at all. Uh, but anyway, uh, if we have technical difficulties, we will sort those. Uh, in terms of the code review process that I use, this two-way um, process under 150KZ or of the Kirkland Zoning Code, uh, but it's also utilized the procedures in the shoreline variance process at 141-70 subsection three. It's my understanding I issue a decision that's appealable to the city council, but uh, uh, Department of Ecology uh, makes the final decision on, on that. Um, in terms of the order of procedure today, I'll hear from the department first. Um, the department will provide a summary of the proposal, uh, and then the applicant will have an opportunity to present. Then we'll open this up for public comment. Um, it doesn't look like there's a lot of I don't see any public present uh, right now, so I probably won't need to set time limits, uh, but sometimes I do that uh, just to maintain hearing efficiency. And then uh, the applicant and the department will have an opportunity to address any questions or concerns which arise. Uh, in terms of the criteria that I review, they're fairly detailed. Uh, I think the planning department did a good job summarizing them in the staff report, and they're, of course, online. Uh, I mean, your basic criteria for uh, a variance is that strict application of the code would prevent reasonable use. Um, and these are due to conditions the applicant didn't create. Um, the uh, revisions are the minimum that's necessary. I'm not granting a special privilege and there's no substantial detriment to the public interest. It's just a very high level overview of uh, the criteria. Uh, this is a quasi-judicial proceeding, although that means is it somewhat formal? Um, yeah, for witness testimony, I will swear you in. I'll formally admit exhibits. Um, also, I can't have any conflicts of interest that would um, prevent me from rendering a fair and impartial decision. I'm not aware of any, but if there are any concerns or questions, now would be the time to raise those. Um, and then in terms of the exhibits, what I've received is the staff report and with attachments one through seven. Um, unless there's objection, I'll go ahead and admit those. But were, um, were there any other materials I should have received? No other materials. Okay. All right. Um, so are there any questions from anyone on today's uh, process? Nope. Okay. Uh, well, we'll start with the planning department. And Ms. Wilkinson, are you presenting for the department this morning? I will be presenting for the department, yes. I'll go ahead and swear you in. If you could state your name for the record. Uh, my name is Kelly Wilkinson. And you swear our firm to tell the truth under penalty of perjury under the laws of the state of Washington? I do. Thank you. You may proceed uh, when you are ready. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, I'd just like to confirm that you are seeing um, uh, the title slide of the PowerPoint. Yes, okay. I grinder do. pump four. Okay, sounds good. So I'm going to introduce um, this project, and I 
There's also um, staff from NUD as well as their consultants uh, who are here to um, provide any technical expertise that might be, be needed on this um, particular project. Uh, I'm also happy to take questions if they come up during the presentation. I have seven slides and I plan to keep this to less than 10 minutes. Um, and then just as a point of clarification, uh, I can address questions about the code, um, but technical questions, uh, I'll probably defer to um, Nutt or their consultant. They even have their consulting biologist with us here today. Okay, okay, so I'll start by giving an overview of the project and then I'll move into the compliance. Okay. So this is a visual of what exists on site. Um, you can see what currently exists on site. Um, there's both a photo showing the kind of the landscape and rockery and the grinder pump, as well as the site plan showing uh, the grinder pump. You can also see the stream channel that shows where the fish bearing stream is and how close this grinder pump is um, to the lake. You can also see in the green dash um, the extent of the sewer easement, which is also um, limiting uh, the project um, project capabilities. The pump, just as a little background, the pump was originally constructed in 1979 um, by North Shore Utility District. Um, NUD manages sewer and water service for um, portions, all of Kenmore and portions of Bothell, Lake Forest Park, Kirkland, obviously, and Woodenville. This grinder pump um, is an essential piece of the sewer line in this area um, because this, uh, the topography of the area does not allow for gravity conveyance. So I'm going to move on to the next slide. So this is from um, Colleen Crow of ESA's report on the critical areas. This is giving you in purple, you can see the project where the grinder pump is being repaired and replaced. And you can also see the critical areas um, on site. So the blue would be the fish bearing stream. Uh, WLA is wetland A, which is the category three wetland. And WLB is the category four wetland. The Kirkland Zoning Code um, limits the applicability of certain uh, critical area code sections within the shoreline jurisdiction. Um, things like repair and replacement of uh, sewer lines that would normally be exempt within critical areas are not exempt within the shoreline jurisdiction, which is why this project um, is having to apply for a variance. Uh, the critical area components that are causing the variance are the work within the stream, the work within the inner stream buffer, and the work within the inner 75% of the wetland buffer of wetland A. So now this is a visual of um, the proposed work. Uh, to the left is the site plan that shows the grinder pump as well as the new electrical um, facilities to support that grinder pump. Um, you'll notice that there's a lot more electrical facilities. A big component of the need to replace and repair this infrastructure is that it's not to fire an electrical code compliance. On the right, you can see a visual from the critical areas report showing the areas of impact. Orange is the permanent impact from the new grinder pump facilities, uh, supporting facilities, and purple is the temporary construction impacts. 
I'll talk more about mitigation too for this site when I discuss the compliance. Um, public comment, uh, no public comments were received. And now I'm gonna discuss compliance for the property and, uh, and all the components of that. SEPA was completed in November of 2022. Uh, the lead agency for that was North Shore Utility. Uh, wa the Washington Administrative Code uh, 173, it's 140 and 170, stipulate variance review criteria. I addressed these in depth in the staff report, but I kind of wanted to give a broad overview of um, why this station is meeting that uh, WAC variance criteria. Um, the existing grinder pump can't be relocated. Uh, it was installed in its current location when the area was developed and there's not a feasible alternative given the constraints of the utility easement and the existing sewer line that this grinder pump is a component of. Um, efforts to relocate the facility outside the critical area or the shoreline management area um, would create issues both with um, additional impacts to those critical areas and issues with connecting with the existing infrastructure. The proposed project has been designed to repair and maintain this existing sewer facility with the least possible impact to the shoreline environment. This is why they're replacing in the exact same location where this infrastructure currently exists and reusing as many components as they can. Um, this project uh, is essential for uh, protecting the public health and safety of both the residents um, who use the facilities and the lake and critical areas. So now I'm gonna discuss the Kirkland zoning code of particular importance is that shoreline variance for wetlands and streams that's in the shoreline code. Um, that's section 83490 that gives specific criteria for what the city used to make a decision on this variance. The two that I felt had the most importance to this project was criteria two and six. Criteria two was that the project is the minimum area of disturbance. Um, like I discussed earlier, they're um, already limited by the existing sewer easement to where they could possibly construct this, um, but they are minimizing the amount of work um, by using the grinder pump that's in its current location and using the smallest facilities they can to, um, to still be code compliant. The new permanent impacts are only 21 square feet. And then criteria six, I felt was also important for this project and that's that the proposal meets the mitigation, maintenance and monitoring standards in uh, the critical area code in the zoning code chapter 90. This site, um, although the NUD looked into doing on-site mitigation work, uh, limitations with the uh, existing easement and with what the homeowners had agreed to in that easement made it difficult for them to, made it, well, infeasible for them to do on-site mitigation. So NUD had to look off-site. They found a um, mitigation bank, the Keller Farm Mitigation Bank, this is within, um, in chapter 90, we stipulate that if you're gonna use a mitigation bank, it must be within the water resource inventory area eight, Lake Washington Cedar Sammamish Watershed. Um, this mitigation bank is within this area. They have already received preliminary approval from the Keller farm to use, um, to purchase credits 
for offsite mitigation. The offsite mitigation was also reviewed by the city's uh, consulting biologists who also agreed that that would be um, a suitable option for mitigation and would meet the criteria in our critical area chapter. Um, and then moving on, we also reviewed it for compliance with uh, the Kirkland Shoreline Master Program and the Kirkland Comprehensive Plan. These are discussed more in depth in the staff report. Um, and I, oh. so on to uh, Madam Hearing Examiner and your three options today, or not today, but over the course of your decision period. Um, the three options are that you can grant the application you could modify and grant the application or deny the application. Kirkland staff recommends approving the application subject to the conditions that I've outlined in the staff advisory report. Um, and just, you already said this, but just as a reminder, your decision will be forwarded to the Department of Ecology for review and approval or disapproval. Um, so now I'd like to um, open it up to questions or um, Anything you'd like to say? Uh, yeah, thank you, Ms. Wilkinson. Uh, no, I do not have any questions for you at this okay. time. Uh, so I think we'll just turn to the applicant. Um, Mr. Dennehy, are you presenting for the applicant today? Is there anything further that you wanted to address or bring to my attention? No, I think that's pretty clear. Um, again, it's just, it's an existing facility that's being replaced. This is not a- Let me, let me just swear you in since you, uh, if you could state your name again for the record. Stephen Dennehy. And you swear for to tell the truth under penalty of perjury under the laws of the state of Washington? I do. Thank you. Again, just reiterating, this is a critical facility that's been in place for 40 some years. It's beyond its useful life. We're trying to replace it with as minimal impact as possible and bring it up to code. Uh, like she mentioned, the, the fire electrical codes, that's why there's a little bit of change from its current footprint. But other than that, we just want to keep our infrastructure you know, healthy and, and, and new so it can serve the, the citizens of it. Sounds good. I, I do not have any technical questions for your for your team. So um, we'll move into public comment. Is there anyone from the public who would like to testify on this proposal? And I'm not seeing any hands raised. I don't and I don't see any participants who look like they're from the public. Um, but uh, Ms. Garcia raised, do you see anyone? Uh, no, Madam Hearing Examiner, I don't see okay. anyone from the attendees. All right. Can I well, add? Yes, comment? Mr. Denny. Yeah, we, we've been in regular communication with all the operators out there, so we have engaged them for the last few years that we've been working on this project. So I just wanted you to be aware that we have thoroughly engaged the, the public and the, the property owners around these lift stations. Okay. Again, it looks like there were not public comments on the in the earlier staff staff review as well. So, um, so let the record reflect there was uh, no one from the public who was present and wished to testify on the proposal. Um, so I do not have any technical questions. Um, I do believe the proposal is consistent with the, uh, the city's um, shoreline criteria uh, and should be approved um, based upon what I've seen today in terms of testimony and also the materials that I received earlier, which I reviewed. Uh, this proposal has been thoroughly reviewed. And I, I do think the criteria uh, that have to be met before variance can be issued have been met. Um, so I will be approving the variance request. Um, I didn't see in the code the time frame for me to issue a decision. So I was just going to default to 10 business days. Um, but um, any if there are any thoughts that differ from that, please let me know. 
Okay, hearing none, a decision will be out within 10 business days. Um, and I will forward that to the planning department. And then under the code, so the code differs depending on the type of project. I think for this one, the planning department takes care, care of forwarding that uh, to ecology and so forth. So it will just be an email uh, to the planning department um, with the uh, decision. Any procedural questions from anyone? No. Oh, yes. Mr. Uh, Salefo, are you uh, raising your yeah, hand there? I, I am. Yeah. <clears throat> Madam hearing, hearing examiner, just a clarification on the time limits for your decision. Yeah. Um, uh, zoning code uh, 150.65 subsection two says the hearing examiner shall issue their decision within eight calendar days. Okay. Of the, right. of the open record hearing. All right. Yeah. Kirkland's a little stricter. Eight calendar days. That's a little quicker. So darn. <laughs> <laughs> but so eight calendar days it is. Um, and that, like I said, that'll be emailed out. So any, any other procedural questions? Okay. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for your participation today. We are adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.